With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to Own the Microphone. Join me, Bridget McGowan, an award-winning international professional speaker and owner of the independent publishing company, BMAC Talks Press. Hi there, everybody. Bridget McGowan-Hawkins here with a new episode of Own the Microphone. I am joined by Leslie Clapp. She's our neighbor to the north. She's in Canada, and it's so fantastic to have you on the show, Leslie. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you. So Leslie has recently moved. She moved in 2019 to where she lives in Ontario. Leslie, give us, give us the Leslie Clatt story. How did you find yourself owning the microphone? How did you get on stages? Did it happen overnight? What's the deal? It didn't happen overnight, that's for sure. Um, the Leslie Clatt story, my goodness. I've been working in marketing um, for years. I actually studied in college. And just after having my son, um, I started online business. So working online, helping people reach their goals. And it just kind of happened. I just kind of had people start reaching out to me to reach their goals in business and actually in fitness and the equestrian industry, because I've always been a horse girl, but formally trained in marketing and project management. So it just started unfolding. And as I was seeing the signs and picking up the pieces, started building my business to where it is now. And really my first podcasts and speaking gigs and all of the the featured things started in about 2018 so just a few years ago and um and really has just grown and I think being able to show up and do more speaking events and being a guest expert or podcast guest really helps to one, build your confidence in what it is, your whole message, what your whole message is in marketing and building relationships and growing your network. And that's how things started growing for me on kind of ultra speed in 2018, after working in the online industry for about two and a half, three years already. So for you, it was, it was about growth. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, definitely. It was about growing my network um, and really getting to know people in the online entrepreneurship um, industry world, really, because it is a whole different world. Right, right. It, oh my goodness, is it a whole different world. So what are the topics on which you speak? What's your core message? My core message is really getting organized, taking your business seriously, 
uh, and allowing space for your life while you're building your dreams. So the, the core topics I really talk about are um, making space. So being strategic with how you spend your time um, to not distance yourself so much from your dreams, from your dream life, from your business goals, from all those things to make space for what you want now and allowing yourself to, to make that change, whether it's making the shift in your business from a hustle and struggle and, you know, reach for popularity um, to make the switch from the hustle to CEO status, where you have a plan and you're moving forward impactfully with everything you do. There's a a shift that people have to make for that. So I talk to people a lot about allowing themselves to take their dreams seriously and make them happen. And, and then I do a lot of talks on um, embodying that, that whole shift right? Becoming that CEO, uh, allowing themselves to run their business the way they want it to be run so that they can live their life the way they want to live. I hear the word allowing and allow. Why do you think people get in this mindset that they have to get permission to do big, bad, bold, things do you see that (laughs) yeah do you do do you see that because I keep hearing you say you know you know you work with people so they understand they can allow themselves to do this and and yeah what why does have you I don't know have you found the answer to that you're probably thinking to yourself if I knew the answer to that Bridget I'd bottle it can it ziplock it and sell it (laughs) right well what I found with people that I work with is they do a lot of um, they, they do get stuck in the hustle and they, they have these doubts and these fears that need to overcome. I, I, you hear people say like, oh, I want to do that, but I'm not there yet. I'd love to launch a group program, for instance, but I don't have the audience yet. So they feel like they need to prove themselves to be able to charge a certain amount of money to say that they can achieve certain things or deliver a certain transformation for people. And I think it's an, it's allowing themselves to shine, allowing themselves to say what's on their mind and not, um, not worry about whether it's um, ruffling other people's feathers, you know, or, or saying something that is in opposition of what a, a acclaimed guru would say and allowing themselves to stand in their power, you know, become empowered and, and brave enough to put what they want out there and really go after it. So there's, there's so much, especially in social media, I find there's so much focus on getting the likes, getting people to like the stuff that you post, um, not having anyone oppose what it is that you're posting you just a lot of people are after that popularity right they don't want to uh have people leave their subscriber list they don't want people to unsubscribe they don't want people to unfriend them they want to build their audience bigger but what happens is they end up really sounding bland 
and attracting a really generic crowd that aren't necessarily true fans of what they're saying, real followers of what they're saying, but um, just people who, yeah, I agree with what you're posting, right? So it's allowing themselves and feeling empowered enough to get out there and make their business what they want it to be. And it might be different than what that multi-million dollar guru has done. And it might be different than what, you know, like Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, or Grant Cardone. It might be different than what these guys have done or any of like Mel Robbins or any big names, right? It might look different, but it's your business. And you need to set up a plan to achieve your goals with what you desire, with your knowledge, your experience, all those things. And so it's letting yourself show up for yourself, for your audience. It's really putting yourself at the center for change. I think oftentimes we think about everybody else. We worry about everybody else. And you had me when you were talking about, we worry about losing followers or subscribers to our list. I opened up my my email list uh, manager system this morning and I saw I lost two subscribers. I'm like, what? Why? How could they leave? What are they doing? You know, and I don't know why that, what, what is that all about? It's not like I've not had people walk away from my email list for one thing, for one reason or another, but it's about putting you at the center of everything that you do and being okay with it and being strong and, and feeling like you have the courage to, to move forward. So Leslie, everybody, is an online marketing and launch project manager. She's a no-nonsense, set up your plan, take the action to create your dream life and business kind of consultant, if you couldn't tell. She's a strategist. She's also an educator. And she has a uniquely designed online marketing method that's set up to take your business from the hustle, struggle, and unknowns to the next level. We're talking about legacy building empires here. So she helps you make sure that you're attracting high-end ideal clients to your businesses. Forget about everything that you've learned when it comes to old school marketing because she helps you build the framework for what you desire and she helps you make sure that you're filling it up and filling it to the brim. So Leslie, you make plenty of presentations all the time about marketing and you break the mold on what we think we know about marketing. Tell me about a presentation you've done that just truly broke the mold where it was just unforgettable. What did you do or what did you say that made that presentation such a good experience for your audience and you? Honestly, I think it's just the belief and the knowing of what I teach and how I teach um, and support entrepreneurs through their launches and setting them up like a project. I've worked on projects, big, like I've worked on big budget projects in the billions of dollars and that's you know before I became a coach and before I started giving and helping people with the tools that I have from marketing and project management and project management really covers every single aspect and how they work together to achieve 
one giant amazing goal, whether it's a skyscraper or a whole processing plant, whether it's your online course, you're launching a podcast, a book, whatever the big picture is, there are so many little pieces and letting those pieces fall can make everything a little bit unstable. So that is my jam. And the presentation was really about how setting yourself up with this hustle of launching the same product, service, course, whatever it is that you're launching, like physical product or virtual product, doing that over and over again is really setting you up to only be able to run your business that way going forward. It's a cycle. And when, when you're building your business or when you're building anything, you're not looking to get stuck in a cycle of doing it, doing it again, redoing it. You're looking for growth and, and cycles just spin, you know, they just, they just spin around until they stop. And I've seen so many online uh, coaches, course providers, service providers have to take these burnout breaks where, you know, they'll come back to their audience and say, sorry, I had to take a few months off and recover, but I'm launching this new thing, or I have this program open again. So, you know, in 15 years of working as a project manager, and in in marketing as a marketing professional, I never had two kickoff meetings. There's only one kickoff meeting, you know, and I've never had to have two grand openings for a franchise or two launches of a particular product. It was set up your plan for what you want to achieve and, and have a marketing system in place, grow your audience, build people's desire for what it is that you are offering and offer it. Show up once, have that party one time. And, and your business is flying and you can scale from there. And I know scale is kind of a, a word term that people use quite liberally, but with project, you know, with the project management, with my whole one launch kind of method, you can have these um, tangible goals, measurements to know where you can go from there. If you're just every week or every three weeks, selling the program again, selling the program again, selling the program again, when is enough enough? Like, where are you succeeding? Is this actually a successful and a sustainable business plan? Because what I've seen in the last year, um, year, year and a half, is coaches, service providers, launching their programs again and again and again, and then hiring on support staff for to have a team of you know 8 to 10 people selling their products being assistant coaches for their clients taking on what their coaching expertise should be and supporting clients where the coach is showing up to do the launches and you don't even end up you know the the clients that sign on don't necessarily end up working with that coach they signed up with so what what you can do and what every business that every 
brick and mortar business that I've worked with has done, um, and my clients now as well, is set up the launch, have a team, have the extra support, have the event, launch your business, and then support your clients and work in your power instead of becoming a team manager. You know, and then you're managing all this staff and you're not even working in what you're passionate about anymore. I'm going to circle this back around to presenting. I heard you say, set up your business, have the launch, and then support your team, right? So I'm going to put this in presentation terms. Set up that presentation. That means prepare. That means practice. That means create the slide deck. That means get your props together. Think about your stories. Launch. Actually get out there, make the presentation, crush it, and then support your team. The audience is your team. So everything that you say and everything that you do needs to be something that's going to uplift the audience and make the audience feel like they can go out there and do the thing, right? Right, right. What are your presentation must-haves, Leslie? Because as I think about the must-haves that you have in business and in being, when I think about those three components of setup, launch, support, I'm saying to myself, I know she's got to have this system, this formula, or this checklist of must-haves where she just cannot, she cannot walk. For me, and this is going to sound really, really lame, for me, two of my must-haves, I have more than two, but two of my biggest must-haves are my clicker and my lavalier microphone when I have an in-person presentation. And then when it comes to virtual presentations, I have to have my standing desk. Those are two of my in-person must-haves and then my one virtual presentation must-have. I have to have those. But don't you have some more interesting must-haves. What are your must when it comes to presenting? You're going to laugh, but one of them is my red lipstick. (laughs) Maybe I'll laugh. Maybe I'll laugh at that one. I keep a tube right here on my desk. I'm not (laughs) even laughing. I'm not even laughing, Leslie. Oh my gosh. My red lipstick and a blazer of some sort. I have two go-to blazers. I have one right right over to the side okay imagine why the blazers are must-haves tell us why she did not just say lipstick ladies and gentlemen she said red lipstick tell us the why behind uh the lipstick the red lipstick being a must-have the red lipstick happened in one of the first online summits that I had done and I threw it on and it was funny it was after listening to (laughs) to a queen album I was (laughs) to I think it was we are the champions or something Freddie Mercury and I threw on the red lipstick and I just felt super sassy that day and I was listening to the summit happening live while I was waiting for it and I hopped on and everyone was just like we'll never forget you rocking that red lipstick and it just became 
a thing after that. And I thought every time I go live or every time I show up, I need to have that red lipstick. And I've hired coaches and consultants for myself. And they're always like, Leslie, you're always at the top of people's minds when you throw on that red lipstick. And so here we are. I, when I've gone to speaking events, when I've done my, I've, I've hosted retreats as well. And when it's business time, it's business time. And I throw the red lipstick on and teach the session or do my, do my speech, talk, talk to the ladies, whatever it is. It's always business time, red lipstick time. It's just how it goes. So everybody, I want you to think about what is it that makes you feel like it's business, it's business time, whether it is a certain blazer, it's a belt, it's a certain pair of shoes, a watch, any other piece of jewelry or accessory. Think about what is it that makes you feel like, okay, it's go time, pop in your collar, whatever it is, <laughs> figure out what, what makes you feel like it's go time. So Leslie, if you had one last piece of wisdom or advice to give our listeners, what would it be when it comes to making sure they always own that microphone? Just, just own what you want to say. Know that where you're coming from what you know and what you've experienced and where you want to go is unlike anybody else's experience and unlike anybody else's dreams. What you're doing is sharing and letting people expand their minds. You're, you're allowing them to expand their minds and see the world, see your vision. Um, and they can't, they can't critique that because it's yours. Own it. Own it. That's, that's what I got. When you're speaking, when you're sharing knowledge, experience, it's your own. It's nobody else's. <laughs> well, I couldn't come up with a better last lesson for a podcast called Own the Microphone than own it. Leslie, <laughs> and you definitely own it every single day with everything you do. Thank you so much for being on the show and for offering up all kinds of advice to our listeners. Well, thank you. This is fun. I love it. Awesome. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Until next time, make sure you always own the microphone. <laughs>